Brilrit Sharif is the man behind Raw Architecture, an Indonesian studio with now numerous nominations around the world. Raw Architecture may be known for the raw and industrial aesthetics, but what it really highlights is the harmony between craftsmanship, people, and materials. And beyond that, Brilrit also founded Omah Library, a place for learning architecture through readings, research, workshops, and discussions about architectural theories, practice, and techniques, among many others, and it really is a manifestation of his belief that architectural literacy can improve design methods and appreciation towards it as well, which will be the topic of today's discussion. So thank you so much, Rich, for joining us now. You're welcome, Karina. Perfect. So can you tell us first about your journey in architecture? Okay, basically, when, when I, I was a child, my father asked me to accompany him several times to, I mean, many times to go to the file to construct his project with fellow worker. And then I met with his boss named Teddy Boon. Teddy Boon is a structure engineer who has written many basic structure books. And actually, the books is all about uh, create a house for everybody uh, with can withstand the earthquake using a local material, uh, local techniques. I think uh, that that kind of basal opportunities to meet uh, many people like that is like uh, colored my experience. Like my father, like a form, I thought that I have to be critical in my thinking. For example, like uh, to design that he always questioned my design. For let's say, for example, like uh, is it really appropriate? Is it really necessary? I mean, there are like the the questions like uh, is there any other options? So like a uh, several uh, levels of questions like that. Then I studied architecture in two thousand when economic recession began to hit, and at that time my uh, my father uh, need to close his office because of the recessions. And then uh, I have I have to uh, go to Borneo to help my brother. So I at that time I was a shopkeeper. So and then my escape point was I when I read many books. I went to the local bookstore, and I think uh is is sometimes sometimes is the reading books give give me imagination of conditions. So inside the people we have a setting. So, uh, and then you have a, like a, your safe haven, and then I I got accepted in the Institute of Technology of Bandung. And I got uh, this book about uh, Norman Foster. So it, it's uh, about the curiosity of the technology that inside the books is that drawn very beautifully, drawing the possibility of using uh, steel structures and many interesting structures. Like uh, the project was constructed so simple. So I was quite lucky to be uh, accepted in the work with Ridwan Kamil as a uh, at that time, he uh, he just established his own firm with his fellow partners. So then I continued my journey to Singapore, studied a commercial architecture, and then accepted to uh, Foster and Partners. So it's been pres- pleasurable journey for me in architecture, like uh, to start the journey by meeting many brilliant mentors uh, to find a actually a lecture architecture literacy. You know that my favorite spot in Foster and Partners is uh, the library. The library is very tall. It's like, a, I think, a six meters height, and then the, the width is so narrow. It's like a 2.5 meters. So it's at the back of the facade. It's at the back of the house. So actually, this this library uh, is, is very amazing because it's so tall and it's so tiny and it's so intimate. Actually, not many people went there for reading books. So I love to... Like a borrow books from the library, so I, actually this kind of uh, library gave me like uh, the discussion between the librarians, 
your fellow workers, like a study group. So it's been a pleasure for me to find my, that find, I found my uh, passion in the architecture literacy. I read books like a three books a day. Uh, not until finish, but to get the idea like a stimulus to get my things, my safe haven for every day. So I get my uh, creative sides and the critical sides. So that two sides of the, the thinking that needs to be sharpened every day. Yeah, right. It really makes us ask those kind of questions every day, not only to our work, but to our lives as well. So since we're talking about architectural literacy today, can you maybe specify first what constitutes as architectural literacy? Uh, I think architectural literacy is the, the essence of the critical and creative thinking in architecture. I remember my story in the library in the University of New South Wales that I always have a discussion with the librarians, discussion with the fellow uh, teachers and with my friends in Australia. And I tried to make new friends, actually, that opening a library in my first office in the garage. We made by a beautiful plywood uh, with the modular structures with a bolt and screw that it can be dismantled and moved to the new place. So uh, it's actually it's a network of friends uh, in the in the architectural literacy. Uh, the literacy itself, it needs a space, uh, whether it's a physical space or idea or imagining community. Because we start with the dream, of course, and then we try to get the dream into the ritual and it's become a reality, it's become a memory. So I think it, architectural literacy is just like uh, improved literacy. We need to access information as well. It needs to be written. It needs to be spoken. And being literate, meaning not to be cynical, <laughs> is different. Uh, being literate is to understand that the world of knowledge has a multiple perspective. So it's very broad. Uh, so it's about the understanding and to let yourself understand that you're part of the someone's greater than you. So actually, it's like part of the maturity of uh, knowing uh, the information, knowing the knowledge, uh, digesting the knowledge. So I think that's the part of the constitutes the architectural literacy is about the maturity. Yeah, I really like your mentioning of the network of friends and the network of people to foster discussions around the topic. So maybe we'll get back to it later, but you seem to notice the importance of this literacy early on in your career, right? I'm wondering in what ways has it helped your practice? I mean, a few days ago, I got stuck in the project like uh, several times, like a hundred times I got stuck in the projects. So such as like uh, we work so many residential design, like uh, we work for a craftsmanship. And then I, I feel that I, I didn't do something very, you know, advancing the, the work, you know. It's just like uh, walking on your place right now. It's not going anywhere. So I did write all of this, our approach in the one uh, grammar's book that become manual for architecture students who read it. So then I realized that why we are doing specific things like that, like uh, doing details. So, and then I look some of the manuscript that I have written before and before, and I have written so many manuscripts. So then I realized that, okay, I have written something else other than only craftsmanship, you know, <laughs> like a, that's a, like a block uh, inside our mind. So, I mean, this kind of literacy, like, uh, and I found out that I have written so many things, such as, for example, like uh, the our city problem, like problem of generic city, that problem of the housing. Is our city the same face as the New York or Kuala Lumpur? What makes it unique? And then some of the questions about the environmental problem because of car-based centric development. 
So I remember that 100 years ago in Jakarta that we are still using the same technique to design neighborhood as a part of our city. For example, the Cardens Perry. Uh, it's, it's called a neighborhood unit. Even though we are, there are many inventions after that, we are in Jakarta, like uh, generally, we are still using that technique. It's so sad, actually. So, I mean, the, the question is, are we evolving or uh, do I realize that there is a critical issue for so opening my thoughts to be critical? After that, so I have the idea to design a prototype of you, of a neighborhood based on a walkable access using a landscape design and connected with a public transport. So that kind of uh, literacy actually is like uh, helping me to getting out from my block, like that feeling that I'm stuck. So I think that's the method to notice that uh, it's very important to broaden your horizons. It's, it's by uh, reading the case studies, not only books, yeah. But uh, the case studies, the theory, the history, and all of these things that uh, having the, the things that change our own methods. So it's part of the reflections first, knowing that, uh, okay, I need to reflect and I got stuck. And then I try to review what you have done. And then after that, you have your action procedures and dada, and you get the Okay, I'm in the new world now. So something like that is very important for me in my daily basis. Right. And I'm assuming this is also how it can improve our appreciation towards architecture as well. Yes, for sure. It's like very fundamental because if you don't have any horizon and knowledge, you cannot be uh, jumping from one universe to another universe to improve your own methods. Only by having like an experience through the real and fantasy world I think you can have like a multiverse, not only real world, real world, imagination, and towards the fantasy, you can create the extraordinary world. Yeah, a really important element with that is also a mind that is open to learning, right? Which sadly almost only happens when we are stuck. <laughs> but anyways, regarding the infrastructure to learning and gaining knowledge, so I think we are blessed with the internet that is a great open resource for any of us who wants to learn. Um, but I'm assuming this is not enough to sharpen one's mind about the topic. So in your opinion, what other supporting infrastructure or learning outlets can help us in and bettering our architectural literacy? Or the infrastructures. I think uh, the, the way to transmit the information is really important. The internet is one of the supporting infrastructure to fasten the quality of architectural literacy. So I think the number of the library as well, and the quality of the books, and the quality of discussions. Uh, for for let's say like like this podcast is very important to share the the good uh, thoughts, and the essence of the things, and the the literality of the things. So I believe the discussion in the micro space will be very important. Uh, the microspace meaning there's such a real micro community which someone can share, someone can learn. And there is like a quality of book as well inside the library. So you don't get scattered books like without any category. So the category is very important. The catalog is very important. The way to bracket the catalog is very important. To review the catalog is very important. And to have a book review is very important. To talk about books is very important. To write it is is more important, not only read it, but to produce the knowledge, understanding, to produce and have a proud of your what you're writing. So after that, you can celebrate this kind of ecosystems. So I think that's one important about the infrastructures. I explained to you the whole, like from the 
one part to another part is like a procedures to have the the cycle of uh, knowledge i think the literacy really is is the infrastructure is really fundamental and we are part of it so we need to be nurturing the next uh, young writers uh, especially in the architecture to have the ecosystem and then and then probably in the next 10 or 20 years we can have a very good quality books because they have an ecosystem meaning the ecosystem of economy like a profit sharing the fair profit sharing uh, the ecosystem of the uh, the how the critic uh, the reviews the creative reviews and how to uh, like a courses of the in the writing so i think it's very important to get uh, these infrastructures ready not only hard infrastructures but the soft infrastructures yeah Community is really key, it seems like, in amplifying this knock-on effect in amplifying knowledge. So maybe you want to share more about Omah Library and the things you've initiated through it? Yeah, Omah Library is uh, one the library that is part of it. There are many uh, young architects join the library and collaborate in library, contributed by library. Some of the lecturers uh, teaching there is not only library, but it's like a school of thoughts in architecture is a very humble space to share the knowledge to sharpen your knowledge when everybody can get respected so it's a way to open up the democratic process into the more transparent you know like in the architecture industry it's very rigid sometimes it's like a, I, I call it like a clubbing things you know you have many clubs and many gangs okay we need to break some of the barriers especially for the young architects uh, so they can have a space that's un no pretentious so i keep busy myself in the library it's just to just to drive the force and just to reduce my presence actually <laughs> to have the natural ground i need you i need i think i ha- i have to remind myself to i have to reduce my presence but if there is no energy, I have to increase my presence. So something like that is very important to get the flow of ecosystems. So that's uh, the part of my safe haven to have my friends, but it's not only about my safe haven, I believe. So I believe, so I hope that it can be safe for many people. So it can be heaven to many people. So I think the, the goal is to have many writers joining the board. To publish more books, we uh, join with some of the communities such as Architecture Hijau, Architecture Hijau, is like a legendary uh, community from uh, studying like a vernacular architecture in Indonesia. We collaborate with the JIE, and there are like, many regeneration inside the libraries. Like a year, we regenerate like uh, two to three people. So and then when they graduated, they can perform in the other communities. So I really, really wish a hope so many young people that can like uh, shaken uh, the world with the many beautiful things that works that they have done, like of writing, of architecture works, like uh, through the understanding. So I think uh, the library itself is way to open up the horizon. Nice. So finally, you know, everyone must have their initial goals, right? Of why they want to become architects or designers. Do you think having this literacy will change their purpose in the profession? Okay, my experience when working in Foster and Partners London, that successfully opened my eyes. That it's uh, we still have a gap of capacity of myself at that time. And don't, I don't generalize with the many young architects, but when I was graduated from ITB Bandung, that I have a gap with the graduates from the world best universities for. Fundamentally from uh, like a MIT, from uh, Harvard, 
from the UCL, from Architecture Association. So they're very one of the best university, architecture university in the world. So, I mean, what's the most important part? I learned uh, that critical thinking and argumentative abilities. So every day I have to like argue and then present, produce three panels a day. So having a pin up and present again. So that's kind of uh, have uh, uh, the open up my eyes. That undergraduate course in Indonesia emphasize more technical skills in architecture when what's uh, needed by bureau like uh, Norman Foster and partners uh, is a uh, critical argumentations from the architectural point of views, which requires like a methods and theories to produce something that, I mean that lectures uh, education system in Indonesia and it tends to dictate students. While in the professional world, I think we must able to develop ourselves, you know, with a, deliberate and deliberately. So you know that two kind of uh, systems happening. So yes, I will broaden the perspective, you know, to the two things that I've mentioned, like a double blade for being a long learner architects. In your left hand, you need a critical design. On the other hand, you need a creative design. For example, I know like language of bricks. Well, I read a Lori Baker's and Anthony Gaudi's book and looking at the history of Majapahit. So I think uh, when there is context of local material between the outside, global and the local, and local people who can build it, there is an intent for creatively solving the housing problem, for example. So being in the tradition and being unique can be integrated in one with the contemplations. So literacy really opens up to more collaborations by sharing thoughts, case studies, and more innovations to come. I remember there, there is three things shared by Robert Greene. One is your original mind, so you know your background. Another one is conventional mind. You can conform to the situations and you know your other value here. So you can conform it. And the third part is dimensional mind. So you can combine between your backgrounds and your norm towards the other people's life. So it's become you get your own dimensional minds. So that three part, the, the, the three qualities can unlock the title, I mean the, the keyword called mastery. So that, that I think is very important to understand that literacy can help young architects to change their purpose in these professions to be better architects. So I think uh, it's become more humble, more relaxed, more mature, and you get your safe haven without comparing yourself to other people. So see, uh, the competition is but it's only for you and by you and it's, it's only you facing yourself. So no need to hurry it, just walk it, run for your health and doing a marathon, whether it's sprint or marathon, is no, not a big deal. It's always life. Right. Although it may sound contradictory, but we really need other people to improve our methods, our practice and ourselves as well. So thank you so much for pointing that out and for sharing today. It really makes us aware of the importance of literacy and nurturing that community of like-minded people to discuss, share, and just grow our passion in architecture. So thanks so much to Rich. We wish you the best in everything that you do. Hope to connect again in the future. Okay.